0: Welcome to the Station Tapes at 21Soul. I'm your host, Lewis Marks, and I'm here at the old train station across the river from the great city of Philadelphia. The Funky Knuckles act like a good old-fashioned rock band from back in the day. Camaraderie, lots of shenanigans, a general sense of irreverence and fun are a constant with this band. Case in point, they call their fans Knuckleheads. Yet these are very serious, accomplished musicians, mostly trained in jazz, that play elaborate, extended compositions that groove. Their next album, Delicious, is out everywhere on November 1. All right, welcome back to the Station Tapes at 21 Soul. I'm your host, Lewis Marks, broadcasting from the train station across the river from the great city of Philadelphia. And today we're patched into Dallas, Texas, with Cedric Moore, Ben Bohorquez, and Evan Weiss from The Funky Knuckles. Welcome, gentlemen.
1: What's up? Hey, man. What up?
0: Question number one. What do you call the music that you play? Feel free to jump in, whoever would yeah. like to go first.
2: Yeah, not, not everybody wants here. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's coming from a lot of different places. I, I think the, the different members of the band have a lot of different influences i mean i think there's a lot of music coming out today that's not really like you can't really say it's jazz or you can't really say it's funk or i mean you have this broad you have this broad category called fusion that's i mean what does that mean it's just fusion of a bunch of different kinds of music um so i think that's what we do i mean there's definitely some jazz in there there's uh you know there's some 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 stuff from like what we think of as like classic you know, jazz fusion, Herbie Hancock, uh, um, you know, Yellow Jackets, all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. um, as well as, um, I don't know, church music, uh, funk, R&B, some hip hop. I, I don't know. Whoa, what else? Metal, a little bit we, of metal, probably from West. <laughs> there,
0: there you go. We were talking about this the other day because we did we did a radio show uh, for uh, uh, the Cooks uh, and we called it Jazz Not Jazz and you guys uh you know Fabian would pick Fabian Brown from uh the label would pick a uh a more traditional jazz tune because he's he's been trained in jazz uh and then I would pick what I what I would call a not jazz tune and you guys of course hit on the not jazz side uh and you know that that's what led me to that first question i, I want to i know that that's what's happening out there in a lot of places today but you guys have been doing this for quite some time you know we put out uh as of lately and Meta Musica in the past. Uh, and I, I just wanna know how you arrived here sort of before most, most others. Can you talk a little bit, let's start with you, Ben, what, about your background. You know, how, how did you come to music? Uh,
3: well, I, I came to music uh, in high school band and, and my mom basically immediately enrolled me in the church band worship team uh-huh. playing saxophone and and she never really gave shoot. she gave me like a part the first time but then after that she just kind of said try and try and make some music with us and that's that was where i first got introduced to like improvising mm-hmm. and um and i had a, a private lessons teacher uh martin Langford in houston who kind of showed me some like some old school saxophone players charlie parker john coltrane dexter gordon all sonny rollins all those guys and got me into that back in sixth grade which was Hmm. you know in retrospect that was really a blessing for me to get exposed to it so early and and that kind of led me to study jazz in in school like in in high school and college um but i <clears throat> I didn't get introduced to like what um like the funky knuckles are doing until I started going down to dallas to to uh hear Wes Wes and John Carruth and Bernard Wright had a trio
0: uh-huh.
3: uh, like I guess right after I graduated um from college, I started going down there and checking that out. It was a weekly thing on Mondays like we still do, but um that kind of hit me to like a a blending of the old jazz style and the academia big band stuff that I was studying at the time and like all this other kinds of music that I that I really dig like hip hop and R&B and just you know just the stuff that I was listening to kind of blended with the the stuff I was studying and that was really cool for me to hear.
0: There's a certain openness in Dallas that doesn't seem to exist as as much in in other places where people can just get together and play from all different places, you know, and we we can credit, you know, certain leaders in the community down there for doing that. But I think it's it's broader than that. I mean, it just seems like uh, everybody talks about brothers and cousins down there. You know, when I first started to connect with people from Dallas, I'm like, "Man, you got a big family." You know, I don't know if it was, or I was saying them. They're just talking about all the players, you know. Um, and so I think it, Dallas is a leader in this way. Uh, Cedric, how, how about you? What What was your starting point in music, and how did you come to this?
1: I uh, um, I grew up. I grew up um in church. Um, actually, um, my mom and dad met um, through Spud's mom. <laughs> oh wow! Spud's mom introduced my mom and dad, and um, that's how Spud is my god brother. And um, I just grew up in church, and I've always um, once me, Wes, and Caleb was playing at the same church for a while, we always um, were always pushing the envelope on making you know this crazy gospel music. And one day we was like, "Yo, let's just start a band," you know. And ever since then, we just you know, we just felt like it wasn't pretty much any parameters into making music. We're just going to make music, you know. So my background is really church. I'm very churchy, you know. I don't have a jazz background or nothing like that. I love jazz music, but I don't have a jazz background at all, more of a um, church background.
0: So, so how did you study, I mean, and, 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 and learn how, how to play?
1: I've been very blessed and fortunate to have people like Spud as my godbrother, and you know other great musicians actually here in Dallas. That's um, are my really, you know, good friends, and we we just listen to music a lot and used to shed and hook up together. Me and Spud, all of us hook up together and play all the time, you know, getting ready for something. We didn't know what we were getting ready for, but we was always getting ready for something. And um I've always been a big fan of the Yellow Jackets, you know, big fan of Herbie. Um, and I've I've always just listened to a lot of different music, um, beyond gospel music, you know. So yeah. that's pretty much how I got my whole inspiration is just actually listening to a lot of my other friends, you know.
0: Sort of coaching, huh? Yeah. Yep. Yeah uh evan how about you were you are you originally from dallas or uh
1: no i grew up
2: in seattle area Mm -hmm. um so yeah i mean same deal i I just started playing in school and stuck with it um my brothers both played music uh no longer playing professionally but still like you know they were pretty into it from a pretty young age and, and helped me out through it so i had a little bit of that in the family and um yeah, I, I, I was also, like Ben was saying, there was, there was a couple teachers that were really influential. There was a, um, a, a great uh, saxophone player that I took some lessons when I started, um, you know, improvising and stuff, a guy named Don Lanfear, who's, uh, who's kind of a, a bebop legend in the area. I mean, like, like the first time I walked into his office, it's like a picture of him and like Charlie Parker, like, you know, wow. howling around on the wall. It's just like, whoa, that's, that's, that's the crowd he was hanging with back in the day um so I mean that that was really cool um you know just ended up going to college for it uh same deal I, I lived in New York for a year after college um did a lot more kind of like the so a lot of straight ahead jazz and a lot of just sort of like more modern straight down the middle modern jazz um but then came back to Dallas um and just uh, I think the scene here is just it's so strong for what it is ended up playing with these guys and just, uh, just loving it. I mean, I think we all, we all play, like said was saying, you know, we all, we all play in a bunch of groups, you know, like we'll, we'll work with, you know, producing a singer or, um, you know, traveling with, with whoever. So we, I mean, we all play gigs where we do have to fit in a kind of box So I think for all of us, this is kind of like this is the gig that we don't have to fit in a box. This is the gig that we could just, you know, we don't think about that. We just kind of show up and play. And that's cool.
0: Awesome. I, I wanted to ask that question. It seems I always feel like the Funky Knuckles is like all band leaders is that
2: <laughs> that's a blessing that's a blessing and a curse <laughs>
0: yeah. i can't imagine can we talk about how, how the process starts i mean uh, uh is there is there a core songwriter that starts uh, and then then you all kind of riff and work off that or do you just kind of
1: actually that's that's funny you said that because in some type of some type of capacity everybody is hmm. everybody some type of way is done or still doing their own thing where they're leading something you know uh ben is a producer evan is a producer uh phil is a producer i'm a producer like we've all produced even beyond just the funky knuckles as well too so it's so easy in my opinion it's so easy to come up with music and just be like yo you guys play this because they're good enough to play it, you know. So I can make up the weirdest thing I could possibly think of, record mm-hmm. it, and then just send it to everybody. It didn't come to rehearsal, and they were like, "Okay, how how are we going to play this?" And we, you know, we go through this process of rehearsing these songs, and then maybe by a year later, we're able to play it, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: I I watched uh I watched Snarky Puppy create music uh once uh. I think it was the family dinner two sessions and um, Michael Lee came up with a, with a, with composition, right. And started it out and then he would get comments back uh, across the room from spot. Uh, and then he'd get comments from uh, Sean Martin. And then Corey Henry would just put his fingers on the keys and then everybody would nod their head and go, yep, that, that's it uh what what i'm getting at is like how does the you, you know who in the band is 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 vocal uh you know express themselves vocally about how about how a song should go uh and who just kind of like expresses that through their playing is, is do you have a little bit of both of that or
2: well yeah i mean we when we come in with uh like, like generally one person will kind of come in with a concept so, uh, you know, so, some of us will track stuff out. Some of us will, you know, write stuff out, like, you know, like dots on a page. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, like, usually we're starting with some kind of track. And the, the, by the time we record something, it never sounds anything like the track actually sounded. So, like, usually we'll rehearse something a couple times. And then we have a, a weekly residency gig in Dallas every Monday night still, which uh, I, think, I think Ben mentioned um so i mean we kind of have like we experiment around with this stuff and we'll play it 47 different ways before we settle on something that that you know feels right that we end up recording um and there's a lot of stuff that like we recorded on the album and then six months later we're playing it totally different than it sounds on the album so um i mean i think there's a little bit of like talking about it during rehearsal but i think more so there's just uh, you know, if Wes starts playing some weird bass line and said plays a groove to it, and then the song goes to that place, you know, maybe we'll do that again the next week. Maybe we won't. Um, or maybe that'll become a new section of the song that, you know, we didn't even, co- like no one even composed that. That's just something that happened spontaneously. So I think the, you know, it's, it's kind of like a mix of stuff that was like really specifically composed and then stuff that's that's improvised on the spot
0: interesting uh, i'll make a joke here it sounds like the grateful dead with talent <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
0: i'm sorry that was i i, I did just realize the grateful that,
2: dead with, with more notes
0: with more notes <laughs> well,
2: more, let's put
0: it that way with, with talent um i i realize that we have an opportunity here uh, and i know that you guys have a, a humorous and playful approach sometimes i see it in your uh design and uh Sometimes track names and titles. Um, Wes Stevenson is attending to uh, family duty right now, so he's not in the room, which gives us the opportunity to talk about him.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he Wes is a cat to me that I, he he just breaks all stereotypes uh, for for me. He's he's not the cat that he looks like. Um, what what can we say about West? Well, he's not here <laughs> to defend himself. He's one of the nicest guys in the world. But I I, I, wa- I wonder if you can shed some light on on what what his unique uh, talent is. <laughs> Anybody uh, want to have a go? West uh, Wes Wes still recording.
1: <laughs> West has a real unique talent to hold his breath while he solos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. and and we pray to god he don't fall out i mean he turns red but you know he never falls out but, um.
0: well that's a good way to ensure that you don't bore people with the bass solo
1: right yeah i've actually
2: i've heard i had a a teacher one time i think it was like
0: a keyboard player
2: and uh, and they were talking about you know like horn players you got to take a breath right like you so, so even if you're playing a bunch of notes like really crazy shit uh like you have to take a breath at some point you know so you're gonna stop if you play guitar you play keyboards or you play drums you don't or bass you know you, you don't have to do that mm. so like maybe he's maybe that's his uh his way of like you know he's taking a breath in his notes and taking a breath at the same time <laughs> there you go
0: <laughs> well we can now all watch the videos and see if he turns uh, different shades <laughs> while he's playing uh, just to remind anyone who's listening here, we are talking with the Funky Knuckles, uh, their new album, Delicious, is due out on November 1st, 2019, very soon, uh, and we're already in pre-order, so I encourage people to uh, check out this music uh, and, and support. Um, how is Delicious uh, different? What, what does this album represent in your evolution? Um, we'll start with Evan, I guess.
2: Yeah, sure. Um, well, I mean, I think I think it's another one where we all kind of wrote for the album. Um, we got a new keyboard player now, so Quentin Gray is playing with us, uh, which is really exciting. He's nice. awesome, um, kind of up and coming younger guy in Dallas. Or I don't know, I don't know. He's he's probably past up and coming, but he's younger than us, so um, making us feel old in the band. But um, no, he's awesome. He wrote a tune on the record, um, so that's been kind of fresh. Just hearing like. Just the, the way like the tunes have changed, um, even even the older stuff that we've been playing for a while, the, the way those have changed, just having a new guy in the band is really cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this album is maybe even weirder than the last one in some ways. I mean, I, I, I think it just goes back to everyone's just kind of writing the stuff that they want to write without really thinking too much about having to fit in a particular box. Um, so it's you know if anything this is just kind of the, the state of the band right now which i think is cool it's been a while since we came out with a record so it's you know i think it's about time
0: nice cedric you want to you want to comment on this record
1: um this record is um it's it's always um always feel like each record is another level of maturity that the band just you know I feel like as individuals, we all kind of get even a little better, you know, Um, maybe hard at hearing playing with Wes, but we get better, (laughs) you know, playing individual instruments, we get better. Our whole level of playing together becomes better. And um, like, yeah, like Evan was saying, a lot of the older songs, even the older songs, the way we play them now versus back then, is even totally like totally a totally different thing, and this is also the first record that we did um, without the percussion player. So you know, it was it was a lot of different things that um, was fresh and new on this new record that wasn't on the last record, which I'm excited, you know, for that to come out.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ben,
1: shoot, yeah, what the other guy said.
3: It's just a cool snapshot of where the band is right now and um man I think we're all excited to share it with everybody
2: I think we also on this record so we with our last record we shot some you know cool studio footage that we were excited about and we did that again for this record um but for this record we're sending all that stuff to Phil and he's putting like weird animals and like making our heads real big and making the videos look real stupid (laughs) so so there's that too
0: I'm glad so you, know, you brought that up. Go, yeah, go. yeah,
2: we got a little bit of weirdness going on in the video. So, anyone out there who's listening,
0: yeah, I'm. I wonder, out. is you know, I, 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 we, we last year we put out the Ghost Note record, and and it, you know, it was sprinkled with, uh, you know, fun commentary that was happening in the van while the band was going from. Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is is this is this graphic a representation of sort of like a window into like you know what it's like to be a funky knuckle if that's the right way to say that you know like what 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 your vibe is together i mean
2: i mean basically every time we stop for food on tour phil takes pictures of us eating so he can photoshop weird stuff onto our plates <laughs> um so yeah uh, yeah basically.
0: <laughs> basically that's tour life right there is there a gallery where people can see these things
2: yeah, there's a bunch i mean our, our social media um, I mean, uh, m- most of the stuff we're putting out these days, I feel like is Instagram flavor. Yeah,
0: Instagram.
3: You're um, like
0: you're like TikTok before TikTok existed. Uh, <laughs> right.
3: I don't even know what TikTok is.
0: There it is. Just <laughs> referenced, we reference age. I don't either. I've heard of it. Um, I've seen. Never. It's just weird imagery, you know. It's just like it seems like the stranger, the better, you know. Um so uh, we could do that yeah (laughs) we are doing that yeah you need to check out tiktok i understand even the washington post has has a tiktok uh page now so i'm not sure i understand or want to dive in but um i'm sure if you mention it to phil uh some things will happen (laughs) (laughs) done um well gentlemen i want to thank you all for i you know i know it's not easy we 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 deal with this day in day out weeks months years uh of how challenging it is to be a professional musician in 2019 um i I know it's a balance of all different kinds of multitasking in order to uh pay the bills and and let alone how tough it is to be out on the road uh entertaining people on a regular basis so i want to say thanks to all of you for uh sticking with it and doing that the world is uh very much in need of good music and entertainment these days. Um, so thank you. Uh, is there anything else that anyone would like to say about the about the music before we uh, wrap up?
1: Um, I secretly, um, I didn't tell anybody this, but I've been secretly singing on all the songs through all the drum mics. So a lot of people <laughs> don't know it, but if you hear some vocals in the songs, it's, it's me
2: nice <laughs> 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 lewis is like i don't know i don't know if he's joking or not <laughs> well i was, yeah, Sip, you, was actually, just doing Sip the track. known I'm for like, his vocal control man he's uh he's been he's been taking lessons with
1: um yeah, i've been working on my vocal control because sometimes i, I want to laugh before i get it out so i've been really working on my vocal control yeah to try to he's, stay been with,
2: he's been taking lessons with brian mcknight
0: well, there you go yeah i'm just uh, all i'm thinking is i have to put the headphones on and listen to this record again, um, <laughs> to, again focus on that everybody look for it listen exactly for it and let us know on social media uh gentlemen thank you so much uh once again uh delicious from the funky knuckles comes out on november 1st uh i appreciate you gentlemen thanks for your time
1: Thanks, you louis. louis for having hey, us man, man.
0: Thank you all for tuning in to the station tapes. If you like what we do, please subscribe on Mixcloud at 21Soul. You can also find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google, and wherever else pods are cast. Our video interview series is available on YouTube at Ropeadope99, and you can find out more about the artists we speak with at ropeadope.com. Thanks to the 21Soul team, Nick Perry and Steven Jaszewski on production. Larry Yetman on video, and the great Fabian Brown on the creativity and positive energy tip. Our theme song is from A Red Hook Soul by saxophonist Michael Blake. You can find out more about Michael Blake at michaelblake.bandcamp.com or on your favorite streaming service. Finally, thanks to all of you who keep the flame burning for independent and quality music to the musicians who pour their creativity into the world, and to those of you who are taking the time to listen. We hope you enjoy the show.